Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Talking about this, what are you embarrassed to buy? Give us a call. 131060, we want to send you along to Coal River Farm for a beautiful cheese experience for two people. So if you'd like that, call us right now. 131060 and just tell us what you're too embarrassed to buy. (laughs) Um, I don't even know where to start with this because it was embarrassing. Like it was good, don't get me wrong, and, Mm. you know, a lovely little privilege, but... You can't just rock up and buy it yourself, can you, Dan? No, not when you're on the front page of the New Norfolk <laughs> Gazette. Because we got this call from Dave yesterday and he alerted us to the fact. Well, I thought I'd grab myself a nice cup of coffee from the mood food at New Norfolk. Mm. Mm. And uh, while I was waiting for it to be cooked, I got to uh, read a really cool newspaper called the Gazette. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Is Christy in this one? Uh, front page. What? Her and her husband. Everyone should go buy one. It's, it's good to support local papers and mm-hmm. thank you to Derwent Valley Gazette for the lovely story. But anyway, so of course Mum and Deb wants copies. You mm-hmm. know, she's she's at work by this point. She's like, oh, make sure you go and get me copies of stuff. Like, my mum's so sweet. And I love over your the years, impression of her, by the way. <laughs> go get me this! Yeah, she's this little angry, tiny little thing. Anyway, but um, look, mum's always really supportive of that stuff. Anything to do with any press yeah. and media and stuff. Of course, like I'm sure your parents over the years have collected your stuff, right? Uh, I don't have any stuff. Uh, I've never made the front page of any newspaper or been in any uh, yeah, tabloid or magazine. But you know, like, Unlike yourself, who is on TV week every single week. <laughs> Of the day. And the most the most covers ever, I think, says your Wikipedia page. Does it really? Not that I'm looking at Oh, my anything. God. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, and so I, you know me by nature. I get too embarrassed to buy things anyway. Like, I'm not really toilet a- Toilet paper. Yeah, yep. I do not like buying toilet paper. <laughs> and not because of working in media. You can use media. the Gazette if you like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three or four pages. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, what if someone actually would do that? So I thought, look, mum keeps texting me about this. Um... Clearly the solution is just to send Hubby to the shops, right? Mm. Because Hubby doesn't care about buying anything that I ever ask him. He's right. gone out, bought stockings for me before. He goes and gets the toilet paper, like whatever. He's he that husband. Your hammeroid cream, remember that? <laughs> uh, the adult that diapers that you needed. <laughs> and so, look, I said to Hubs, could you, after Dave called us yesterday, and I said, oh, look, um, can you go out and just pick up a few copies of the Durham Valley Gazette? It's a nice keepsake. We can show the kids, put a little mm. folder, but mostly give a few copies to Mum and Deb. And then this <laughs> happened. I got the papers. Oh. You didn't tell me I was on the front cover as well. You know how embarrassing that was? I didn't know you were on the cover. Oh, yes, I did, because someone, a guy called Dave from New York called this morning. That's how I remembered it was out. And he said, yeah, you're on the cover with your husband. Yeah, but I can't buy it. I can't yeah, but just to see the look I got from the person when I bought three copies of this paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then I almost used a card that didn't work. That would have been even more embarrassing. <laughs> And that's because he's buying so many gazettes. Um, <laughs> how many did you buy? Three. I yeah. think they're like three. And look, yeah, it's but... important to support local newspapers, and I, and I wanted to do the right thing. But how bloody embarrassing! Like I would never go out and just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in that. I'm just going to buy it myself. I would totally own it. I felt Justin's like, I'm kind yesterday. of a big deal. <laughs> Oh, look at this. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, though. Like, I remember years and years and years ago, and I'm going to start this by saying, I promise it wasn't for me. So, mm. no, you're not going to believe me, but I went to, like, a, you know, an adult shop just to buy a toy for a friend. And yeah. that's what I started this with. I was like, no, it's my friend's 21st. I'm just buying something for her. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure you yeah. Are. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> exactly. is for a friend. No, it isn't. <laughs> promise you it's mm. for a friend. I'm going to take a punt, though, and say you've never been too embarrassed to buy no, something. Any no. friends or family have ever sent you to shops to I'd buy go something? For it. Uh, you contraceptive, I'll buy, you know, head lice treatment, I'll go in and just do it. Diarrhea relief, I've done that before. You are that guy. <laughs> Hemorrhoid cream, yep. Well, I'm like, this is for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Christy Hayes, who you may know is kind of a big deal. She's on the front page of the new Norfolk Do you Gazette. know, my 
believe that I had a partner, I kid mm. you not, sent me to go out and buy laxatives for him. <laughs> I'm not joking. Do you know how embarrassing it was to be walking through Woolies trying mm. to find laxatives of the best of times, but then you get to the checkout, you're like, no, 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 I promise. These are these not aren't for me. For me. <laughs> you stop making a big deal out of it. It's not a big deal. You just literally put it on the counter and they'll go, yep, fair enough. It was so... They don't question anything. No, they don't. And I feel bad for people Imagine that have did. to suffer through that. <laughs> oh, enjoy yourself tonight while you're on the pine. Uh, but 131060, maybe you've bought some embarrassing stuff. Yeah. Uh, we want to know from you, Ben, ever bought anything embarrassing? Yes, mate. What yeah, what it? is it? Uh, it's a lolly underwear and a lolly bra. <laughs> lolly underwear and a lolly bra? Yep. And what flavour lolly is it? <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry kisses? Yeah, they were all different flavours, like all different colours. Like those little, um, those little ring things, ring lollies. Oh. Yes, Ben, I kid you not, I had an ex-partner buy me that sexy lolly set, right? And you know what he did? He ate it, and I wasn't wearing it. <laughs> I got him one day, and he just ate all the lollies. What a world of pure imagination. <laughs> <laughs> More stuff like that in minutes. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. It's 100.9. This has gone viral, a restaurant in Georgia, for the wrong reasons. It's on Reddit <laughs> because right under the drink section of the menu, it says there's an adult surcharge for the adults unable to parent. They're kids. Ugh. I know, right? So imagine this. Imagine going to a restaurant, and over in the States, they add 20% gratuity to everything anyway, so you're mm. always paying that extra percentage on, on your bill. And then you get to the part about, you know, public holidays, birthday cakes, all that sort of stuff, stuff you'd expect to pay that extra percentage. And then it says adult surcharge for, quote, Adults unable to parent, i.e. <laughs> bad, bad kids. <laughs> you know what? I mean, apart from the ridiculousness of that, like how mm. do you even police that anyway? Who's deciding oh, what it means? God, yeah. The only good thing that I will give credit where credit's due is the fact that they tell you about that charge up front because yep. you would look at that and you go, well, then I'll just leave. Well, I'll just take my kids and I'll walk out because yeah. you never know when they're going to just tantrum, do you? Of course you don't. Like, and it just says dollars. It goes, oh, we're going to charge. It doesn't say a specific amount. And, I imagine it's three money. And then I, I was reading more about the people that died at this restaurant, right? I kid you mm. not, Dan. The owner came out and told me he was adding $50 to my bill because of my children's behaviour. Does the owner forget that when he was an owner or she was an owner, she was a child too. Children make noise. Mm. Yeah. I tell, that's just what happens when you take kids to a restaurant. And yes, if a kid's jumping on someone else's table and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you as a parent, we know what it's like with kids. When you've got kids anyway and you decide to go you to a restaurant. You don't want them to make a big scene, No, you? you get mm. in and out as quickly as possible. Mm. You, your mission and you choose to accept it is to quickly get in, have your food and leave. Like you wouldn't go to a non-family friendly place anyway. Like I'm never taking mm. Hendrix and Harley to Pepina, for instance. No, you we'll know. go to Macca's. <laughs> Because one, it's cheaper and they can just run around and you can just enjoy your coffee. <laughs> that's right. um, but, but that's the thing. They're hazards. They, they scream all the time. They will tear the walls down. I would pay the $50 just to let them have my kids for an hour. <laughs> I'm like, there you go, guys. Babysit those. Um, yeah, do yourself a favor. And you I, you'd what? have to go somewhere else. Yeah, you? You, you really would. Because mm. how do you police that? So, like, mm. if your child has a genuine meltdown about something. I mean, Hendrix has autism. My son, he will mm. he will freak out about stuff if he, he doesn't understand it, you know. And mm. if someone came out and said, oh, look, we're going to just chuck on 50 bucks. It's like, yeah, but based on what? How do you know this is bad parenting? Like we do this thing in our family where we mm. say Hendy's either being naughty or oughty, and I mm-hmm. can differentiate, but even say Harley, who is not on the spectrum, right? No. If Harley was being naughty, I as a mother am going to reprimand him anyway. You don't want to mm-hmm. deter you, your customers are coming out to pay you to eat at the cafe. And I mm. know it's annoying to people that don't have kids. Trust me, I know. But I tell, oh, you, yeah. I tell you people who should get a surcharge while I'm on this rant, mm. people that sit in restaurants – with their phone on speaker. 
yeah, those just people a full should get fifty bucks added to the. I was, yeah. I took myself to lunch last week just by myself. I'll quickly pop in and have something to eat. Hmm. And there was this girl, and she, honestly, she's talking to her best friend, and she's maybe nineteen, twenty. And I used to be like this in those days. And she's there, and she's bitching about the boyfriend Jared, and she hates Jared, and the best friend hates Jared. Why are you getting back with him, babe? He's a loser, yeah, babe. Jared's a loser. By the end of it, <laughs> I had formed an opinion on Jared. I wanted to join in this conversation and give hmm. some relationship advice. You know, yeah. I heard all about their life, and I'm thinking. I could get out of here, you know. It's you should invoice them for fifty bucks. <laughs> Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. We're talking about this. I like big nuts and I cannot lie. <laughs> yes, Nutbush City Limits for those playing at home. This is exciting, and uh, we have cracked the important diet recipe, if you will, that men need to have for having good fertility. So this is a good one because hubby Justin and I are trying for a baby, we're about to Mm -hmm. do IVF, blah, blah, blah. So he's, uh, you know, he's swimmers and the quality of the swimmers is very important. And this new study has said that eating just two handfuls a day of walnuts may improve men's fertility. Mm -hmm. So not not just their sperm quality, but their overall benefit of health in general anyway. Yeah, it's got healthy fats, it's got dietary fibres, vitamins, minerals, polyphenosis, whatever that means, but it's good for the impact on fertility. So has your husband been eating nuts recently? (laughs) I know know last night he did, but... This is a trial. It, it, it's it, it's important though, because yeah. like because some things hamper that production down there. Like they say, loose fitting underwear is good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, reduce sitting, avoid saunas, mm-hmm. avoid hot tubs. Well, he's not in a hot tub with anyone unless he's well, having he a hot tub with you. Too, <laughs> eating nuts. <laughs> and you know what? We've been doing this thing at home where we're both just trying anything. So I've got in my hand, as you can see, Dan, this feral green juice, Ugh. right? And I have to drink this crap. It doesn't taste good, but it's really, really, really good for you. Um, hubby Justin, he will eat, he, look, he loves seafood, and I do mm. not like seafood, but he's been having as much fish and all that sort of stuff as possible. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, some fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> really tucked and, into it. Um, and I found, like, so if you're trying to, you know, get better sperm quality, maybe you're trying for a baby like we are, and, you know, you and your partner are doing the crazy diet thing. Mm. Um, look, there's plenty of recipes out there with the nut, with walnuts, walnut, date, and honey cake. Apple, pear, and walnut crumble. Uh, I mean, there's just look, basically any cake, really. Just chuck some walnuts in it. Apparently, it's pretty good. Um, and there's also beetroot and feta salad. Chuck in some right. walnuts. They're saying that's good because, again, you only need two handfuls of nuts every day <laughs> to have good fertility. And what about the food? Or are we going to Stanley? <laughs> Hobart's Hit 100.9. Hit breakfast with Dan and Christy. Aussie slang insults. What is your favourite? 13, 10, 60. Because I'm going to tism. I love Tism so much. They're my favourite Australian band of all time, I reckon. Uh, back in the 90s or late 90s, they had some great hits like this, Greg the Stop Sign, coming down from Mona Foma. So me and my mates are all going, and yep. they all wear masks if you've never seen Tism, and it's just crazy, and it's hilarity. All their songs are very, very funny. Great. But they're the strangest band in the world, and they haven't actually performed probably in the last 20 years, maybe three times, mm-hmm. just a handful of times. So me and my mates are going. We're doing a Who Dares Tism in Launceston, Mona Foma, at the Gorge, and it was hard to get a ticket to it, I'll tell you that much. But it was. Did you pull some strings? Like, I did pull some strings. No, I actually just waited in line and bought tickets. <laughs> so, but um, what uh, we were saying in our group chat, because we were worried about getting tickets, we finally did get them. There was about 1,000 people in line. There was only about 300 tickets for this special VIP section. Anyway, I'll be up there. But we're going to wear masks 
just like Tism. Of course you are. And one of my mates said to me in this chat, it's because you've got a face like a half-sucked mango. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's the best insult I've ever heard. How a half-sucked mango. When yeah. you suck on a mango, you get all that stringy. You can stringy, imagine it too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can see it. That, that's, it's, they look horrible. It's all yeah. stringy and it's got half your teeth in it and it's like all bit juicy and it's bleh. And there's a few insults like that in Australia because there's face like a drop pie. Have you heard that one? Yeah, That's yeah, I've good. heard that. And what's the face like a robber's dog or a head like a, a robber's, robber's dog? dog you get a head like a ro- robber's dog. I can't believe your mate said that to you. I no, would never. We insult each other all the time. Yeah, true. It's a love thing. See, yeah. I don't know if we, I don't know, we girls just don't do that. We need to go, ha ha, you're so ugly, ha ha. <laughs> it's good that I guys do that. I've better shoulders on a brown snake. Ha ha ha, gotcha. Uh, you could eat an apple through a tennis racket with those teeth. Ha ha ha. <laughs> what other insults well, that's do you what give each other? Do. That's, that's the way we we love each other, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, some of them said I had a head like a punch lasagna, which was good. I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> Is that just a made up slang? Like- no, it's literally Australianisms. Wow. And there's so many insults like this. You know, you could eat corn on the cob through a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this come from? Where does that come I from? I love Australianisms like this. A bloke who flosses his teeth with a mattress. I still don't even get that one. No. A bloke who float, uh, flosses his teeth with mm. a mattress. Yeah. What, like saying, oh, you got big teeth, maybe. Well, yeah, or no teeth at all. Maybe ah, you're yep. a Collingwood supporter. <laughs> um, <laughs> you couldn't drive a greasy stick up a dog's jaxi. That's brilliant. That's a, that's, that's a pretty good one. I'll mm-hmm. pay that. I yeah. like ones that... You know, like if we're going to do this whole insult thing where they kind of, they make you laugh a bit as well, you know, so you know it's in jest, that's mm. the thing. Because this is where all that stupid, I think, biff between, particularly, no offence, but a lot of guys, when they mm. say these jokes in jest to be funny, but then the person on the receiving end is like, <laughs> what did you say? What? And then it becomes, and they're like, yeah. dude, I was just joking, chill out. I don't actually think you're ugly. Like, <laughs> I love your face. You don't have a face, face like Come a drop pie. make out with me. <laughs> Stop falling in love with me. Well, I don't know if, about you in radio. I always get, oh, you've got a great head for radio. I'm like, oh, that's the first time I've heard that joke. Great. I'm like, this is why I got into radio. Do people actually say that to you? <laughs> yeah. No all the way. Time, all the time. I get insulted every single but day. But you're a good looking guy. It, why would you? Who would well, I do have a face that? like a smashed crab. So. <laughs> no, like a half-eaten mango, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Here's more from Hit Breakfast with Dan and Christy. Hobart's Hit 100.9. This man is a talented, creative Australian entrepreneur. He's also from the Trojan Academy. He's a Jedi master and he's brought in some of his little Padawans. Darren Petty, uh, good morning. How's it going? And good morning to Chase, Jack and Jupiter. Good morning. Yes, here we are. But I've brought an entourage. What's going on? Where have we been? What have we been up to? We've been at the competition in... We've been winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you have, Jack. So Chase and Jack, you and Jupiter as well, hun. You guys are eight, nine. And Jupiter, how old are you, lovely lady? I'm 15. Look at you guys with your trophies and your badges. How does it feel to be winners? Really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. And so tell us how you won too. Like, uh, who are you um, up against? I've been doing competitions for really long now, so I'm not nervous. Like, I wasn't nervous on the Tassie comp, so I felt fine. Um, I had two fights, won both of them, so I just got the gold medal. Where have you competed before? Queensland or Melbourne and Tassie and... So you're looking at a Victorian, Queensland, state and national champion in Chase Hattinger. Oh, my goodness! Chase. Chase Ventura. The Chase of Spades, they call him. Um, That's not bad. So yeah. what made you get into jiu-jitsu? Well, my dad and my mum, I think 
they saw like jujitsu, they want me to like do jujitsu, so I like joined in with Down's Academy, and it's really fun. Darren, you must be proud of them. All so three proud, of them. yeah, mm. so proud. And then we've got young Jack over here who's just had his first tournament, but let me tell you something about Jack. Jack does not muck around. Jack is a true champ, and he had his first tournament on the weekend, and he showed us exactly his skills, exactly what he's capable of. And how'd you go, Jack? Pretty good. I kind of struggled a bit. What'd you do on the day? You took some people down, and, and then what happened? Uh, we just, after the whole thing, we just shook hands, got to my opponents, and then we just had fun together. We were friends after the game, and we were just like, we are just friends after. That's right. And do you remember what submissions that you did? I remember one was the re-naked choke. Yeah. The <laughs> second one. What I really like that you both said is that you're friends with your opponents afterwards. I think that's really important for young kids out there these days when they're doing sport to remember that good sportsmanship is really important. Is that important to you guys as well afterwards to make sure after you've had your fights and you win, of course, that you shake your hands with your mates and, and still have a nice relationship? Yeah. Yeah. And Jupiter, I love to see a girl doing this, i got to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how long have you been working with Trojan Academy? Um, I've been doing it for about eight, nearly nine years. Um, since I was about seven, I think. Did you think about this or did you kind of just pop down one day and went, you know what, I'm falling in love with this sport and I want to give it a go? My mum and dad introduced me to it because there was um, a fitness academy which Darren was a part of and then we just joined and then he mentioned that there was some jiu-jitsu so we just started. Oh, wow. So, Jupiter, yeah. you could, like, beat up Dan in, in theory. You yeah. absolutely could. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you I could do could. the Million Dollar Dream just like Ted DiBiase, his <laughs> rear naked choke. Just just a oh. warning real quick. Just, just be really careful, Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very worried. You're in extreme danger. <laughs> I know. Uh, that could trip me up at any stage. You know what you do do, Darren, uh, and you do it very well. You do these wildly viral dad joke TikToks videos around the Trojan Academy. Do the kids have some nice dad jokes for us today? Did, Did they you say come nice? Prepared? Maybe, uh, maybe Jupiter, you might have a maybe the lawyer joke real quick. Uh, the lawyer one, did you say? Yeah, do, okay. you, know, do you remember it? Yeah. What yeah. do you call a lawyer buried up to his head in sand? <laughs> What do you call a lawyer buried up to his head in sand? Not enough sand. (laughs) (laughs) Cop that, Rob Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) There's more, but I'm not doing them now. No, fair enough. Yeah, we do do have the viral jokes, and this is Jupiter, and (laughs) Jupiter is a massive part of it where, you know what, she gets to express herself. She's turning 16 soon, and some of the jokes that they they do are right in their ballpark, you know. That's that's the humour of the 16-year-olds, and and I allow them to do that, and we have a lot of fun. Most of the jokes don't make the airway, (laughs) The social medias, you know, I do put my foot down on a few, but I do let them express themselves in in what they're up to at school and and their learnings, etc. And then we also have uh, Jupiter's little sister, Alexandra, who is um, the joke master, ultra viral joke teller, and also uh, Derek uh, Hickman's son, who's in in the room, Derek Hickman, who also was in the competition, but obviously always behind the camera working hard. His son's also a great joke teller. I wish I did something like this when I was a little girl. I did gymnastics, but I always wanted to do karate, like a girl. Up watching the Karate Kid. Sorry, Darren. I know it's a different sport, isn't it? It's not. It's not the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> However, I do believe you know if you don't have jiu-jitsu in your in your town, then you've got to pick something up. You've got to have a self-defense and a martial art to pick up. Brazilian jiu-jitsu obviously is the best because it's a person-to-person contact sport, where karate is more of a dance. I do agree that you should be picking up something. I'm going for black belt too. You're going for black belt. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna beat Darren. You're gonna oh, beat yeah. Darren. You're gonna beat Darren. Jeez, the little Padawan becomes the Jedi Master. Because I, I don't think anyone's beat Darren, have they? No, no one in Australia or national or international, have they? Certainly not in Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> and but Darren... once I get to a higher belt. Yeah, okay. 
superstars of the future, Chase, Jack and Jupiter from the Trojan Academy. We can't wait to see you in the future. And you're looking to improve everyone and you will be uh, taking on Darren in the future. Let's go 2028 when go we've got a new AFL team. black belt kids. How does that <laughs> yeah. sound? Sound good? Yeah. Excellent. Well, trojanacademy.com.au, that's the website you're doing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, kids. Well, Darren, watch out when I'm older. <laughs> Breakfast with Dan and Christy will go anywhere you do with the listener app. Get it today. It's 100.9.